Hello there, and you're very welcome to another episode of the Arkham Avengers FFPL podcast. You join me, the host, along with Eamon, Hector, and Captain Fantastic on me. We take a look to see how the managers in this league are getting on for the season. However, we'll also be talking about much more. So kick back, stay tuned, and enjoy. Welcome back, listeners, to another exciting episode of the Arkham Avengers Fantasy Football Premier League podcast. Today we're diving deep into the thrilling world of Game Week 3. There's no Captain Fantastical Mick with us as he's away, but he should be returning for the next episode. However, joining me are the usual suspects, Eamon and Hector. How are you both keeping? Well, as I say, I'm doing great. Thank you. It's nice to be here on the show again. Excited to have an opportunity to break down the highs and the lows of this Game Week's action. Uh, yes, indeed. Hello, everyone. Absolutely. When you look back at the game week, I think you realize it's been like the the big wheel, the roller coaster ride going up and down for our managers. And I have to say, I'm I'm ready to talk about it, to look at it all there. Fantastic stuff. Fantastic stuff. Well, listen, I think we should just jump right on in. Game week three certainly brought its fair share of surprises with a mix of triumphs and challenges for our managers. Game week three saw the highest points at 128 and the average points settled at a modest 44. Eamon, can I ask what caught your eye in terms of a standout performance this game week for our managers? Uh, I think the first thing that stands out is the number of managers who went with Haaland as their captain choice. I believe a total of 13 out of our 16 managers opted for him and while he earned them eight points, it might not have been the explosive performance that they were hoping for from him as such there. So it's something to bear in mind when you're selecting your captain. Is he the best? We, have, we touched on this previous episodes and I think it's something that it warrants careful consideration from a manager. Absolutely, absolutely. I think it was a bit of a mixed bag there. But speaking of standout performances... Let's have a look at our managers. Saka Sestil still holding on to first place with an impressive 58 points. They're clearly doing something right, even though this might not have been their best week, Eamon. What do you think about it? Well, they're a non-mover, as you said. They're still remaining at first place and they had one transfer. Jackson came in for seven points and Watkins went out for five points. They opted for Haaland as the captain. That was eight points. Jackson, as he said, got them seven points. Bruno Fernandes got 12 points. Rashford, seven. Saka picked up eight points. Chilwell, six points. And their goalkeeper, Flecken, chipped in with four points there. Now, on the bench, Colwell was there with six points. And I think, overall, the transfers worked out with bringing Jackson in and getting those seven points. Now, seven of the 11 players fielded brought in a reward this game week here. Uh, Haaland had the little slip up with the missed penalty, did cost them minus two points, but as you said, might not have been their best week. It certainly wasn't for Saliba and Stupian, but I think this manager will be happy to be holding on to first place for another week. Definitely. And let's not forget about Taiga, who earned 52 points. They remain in second place. Despite being 11 points off the lead, they're making some smart transfers and it looks like they're starting to pay off for them. Hector, what's your thoughts on this? Well, they had the two transfers. Uh, Foden they bring in for the four points and Salah they pull out for the five. 
Jackson they bring in for the seven points and Joe Pedro went out for the one point. They also had Haaland as their captain for the eight points. Jackson, as we said, they got the seven, four and the four. Saka had eight points. Bruno Fernandes had 12 points and Shilwell had a six points there. I think perhaps maybe, you think maybe there might be smart transfers. I think leaving Salah in place would have worked out better. But the Jackson was a good transfer. Yes, they'll be only the 11 points off the first place and will be pleased with keeping in pace with the leader of the pack there. And they had six out of their 11 players really did the business this week here. That's right. And then in third place, Silverstroke, they got 56 points. One transfer, one step closer to the top. Would that be the case, Eamon? Yeah, so they, they had a smart transfer, bringing in Ward Prowse for six points. McAllister was put out for two points there. Now, they opted for Haaland as the captain, eight points. Watkins at five. Salah had five. Saka had eight. As we said, Ward Prowse brought in six points. And Cash had 17 points there. Six out of their 11 players fielded. Really did well for this manager here. They're three points behind Tayega. They're only 14 points behind Saka Steel. This manager, as we said last season, showed glimpses of potential. They are really holding their own at the moment. This is game week three. They're in third place. They'll be very happy with where they are at the moment, considering the quality and the experience of some of the other managers behind them. And on the other hand, we have Bamford Rejects in fourth place, who racked up 45 points. The defence seems to be a concern for them, but they at least are holding their ground. Would you agree with that, Hector? Well, they had no transfer for his start, and they had Haaland as the captain for eight points. Watkins came in with five. Saka had eight points. Bruno Fernandes had 12, and Foden had the four points. They had Ariola on the bench with five points, and five of their players did the business this week here. Yes, the defence, the goalkeepers, those four players only managed four points. My thinking on this, they're lucky to be in fourth place and the defence needs to be addressed and I think they need to start using the transfers there. Trollbargersen has made the leap from seventh to fifth place. They got 51 points and they had one transfer. I think it's great to see their proactive approach starting to pay off. Eamon, would you agree with that? Yes, I certainly would. It's a good move for them there. They've hit the top five. They had one transfer. Salava came in for one point. Gabriel was put out. He didn't get any points. Haaland was the captain for eight points. Watkins had five points. The donkey Fernandez came in with 12. Rashford had seven. Saka had eight. They had Chilwell with six points. And they had six players. We brought in the points this week here, which, okay, you probably like to see maybe seven or eight at least, but we'll settle with the six there. I'm not sure about the transfer. Salaba getting the one point is really not that effective for the overall team. We might have to think of a change in this goalkeeper though. Um, Onana at Manu is a liability in my book. I thought he would have been better, but he just seems to be faffing about all over the place. And I think he needs a shake-up there. Uh, Toboggers, at least, they'll be happy to have joined the 50-plus points gang this week. But it's just about. They made it by the one point. So they still have a little bit of work to be doing there. Meanwhile, Raglan Road. They dropped down to sixth place. They managed 40 points. They had one transfer. If I look at their team, Hector, it's their subs bench would start to raise concerns, right? Yeah, they dropped down. They had one transfer. Akenji came in with no point. Shaw is out because he is injured. The Haaland was the captain for eight points. Watkins is the five. Rashford has seven points. Saka have eight points. The goalkeeper, Ariola, the five points. The transfer, in my view, did not work. They had five players who managed to nab points. The forward line looked good. The defence, very poor. 
So the midfielders also have bad game weeks. And yes, I think that the subs bench need to be looked at. I would have concerns about it. There's not much there. There's not much cover. And that is a problem, I think, for this manager. They need to start thinking about sub bench, uh, who is not being effective on pitch for them. Absolutely. And talking about changes in fortune, finally got to have slipped from sixth down to seventh place with 42 points. The two transfers might have shaken their momentum a bit. Uh, yes, they had the two transfers. Saliba came in for one point. Gabriel went out and didn't get any points. Mimemo came in for two points and Ize went out for two points. Now they opted for Saka as the captain. They got 16 points. So in that respect, they're thinking outside of the box. Haaland picked up four points. Bruno Fernandes got the 12 points. I'm not convinced with the transfers. Uh, they have the goalkeeper, Arioli, sitting on the bench with five points. The defence and the goalkeeper were pretty poor. Another four points from four players. It's really not acceptable. It's not good enough. And after last week's storming up the table, I think they've stuttered this week. And they've been slightly blindsided. Maybe they were on a high. But this is the bump down to earth here again. And Altown is holding steady in 8th place with 48 points. Now, even though they could use a more solid game week, the transfers might be starting to work for them. And they had, yes, the two transfers. The Shilwell came in for 6 points. The Shaw is out. He's injured. They also brought in Momemo. He got the 2 points. So Zvasla went out for 2 points. Haaland was the captain for 8 points. Jackson came in with 7 points. Madison had 10 points. Rashford had 7. Shilwell had 6 points. And their goalkeeper Flecken had the 4 points. Uh, the Shilwell transfer was good. I'm not too sure about the other one at the moment, but I think Mimemo will probably be the better player to bring in there. At least they had six of the 11 players fielded who are doing the business and getting points this week. Very nice to have that there. They also had Diabe sitting on the bench and he had 12 points. It'd be very nice to have him on the pitch and maybe they need to think about moving him out on someone else to the sub bench. I think though, they is here again another week where they're just managing to get slightly above the weekly average and yes I think they do need to get his solid result from the next game week just you know to settle them to to get them going instead of being average let's see how good they can go Blightsome squad on the other hand got 43 points and they remain in ninth place now they opted for Matoma as their captain that didn't quite work out and I suppose we'll have to wonder if there are some possible player changes on the horizon. Yeah, they didn't have any transfer this week. And you're right. They went from a Thomas, the captain, and got two points. Watkins was there with five points. Darwin had 11 points. Saka had eight. Rashford had seven. And Salah had five points. Matoma is the captain. And it didn't work. It was a bit of a nightmare, I have to say. And he really flopped as a captain there. But I understand where the manager was coming from. On previous form, you'd expect better from him. Brighton really just, I don't know, they didn't, they, they were all over the place and they just didn't gel. Things did not work for them there. Now this manager had five out of their 11 players who managed to get anyways decent points. Now Darren was a super sub. Kudos to the manager for having him. Maybe have him on the pitch, but they had him as a sub and he came on. The defence and the goalkeeper again, like some of the other managers, not great. Four points from the four players, that's just not acceptable. It's not good enough at this level here. And I think because we didn't see any transfer this week, this manager is probably saving up their transfers in order to make necessary adjustments to their team in game week four. 
Joe Pedro to me looks like a fella who's already halfway out the door with this manager. And I wouldn't blame them to be shipping him out. He's ineffective at the moment. What a beauty, 99 managed to maintain 10th place at the moment with 40 points and did two transfers. It's a tough week, but at least they're holding their ground, aren't they? I don't know, to be quite honest with you about that. But uh, they had the two transfers. Saliba had the one point. Timber is out. He is injured. Wood Prowse was brought in for six points and McAllister was out with the two points. Halland was the captain. Eight points. Watkins was there with five. Saka had eight. As we said, Ward Prowse had these six points. And they had Salah there with the five points. They got points from the transfers, which is good. And the midfield, you know, it's holding okay, looking good. Uh, again, they only had five players out of their 11 who managed to get, you know, anyway decent points. They have a weak defense. You're right. They are holding 10th place. They should be pleased with that. But I think, though, they are not on steady ground. So they're going to have to watch what they do next. AFC Tunali joined them in 10th place with 49 points, although... Their captain change and transfers didn't exactly pan out, did they? I mean, they've moved up from 13th place, though. So kudos for an active approach to this game week. But could things have been a little bit better, Eamon? Well, their transfer activity was dystopian. In for one point and Stones was sent out. He's injured, of course. Haaland was the captain for eight points. Darwin was there with 11. Rashford had seven points. Saka had eight points. The goalkeeper, Sanchez, managed to pick up six points there. The transfer for me was a waste of time. If you're only going to get one point out of Fana, you're nearly better off to leave the injury guy there and save up your transfer for another week because it's one point. Unless it's the last game week of the season and you need that point to win, this transfer was a bit of a waste. But they got a point. That's, that's that. Five of their players managed to bring in some decent points there. Their defence is very weak. There's not much happening on that subs bench either. And again, like Raglan, this is a concern. I think a manager should be thinking about that there. You're right. We give them kudos because they were active this game week with the transfer and also that captain selection. At least they're doing something. That's what I like to see with this manager. Well, Eamon, if that's what you like with that manager, the surprises keep on coming because Arkham Avengers decided to play the wild card this week and only managed... A disappointing 35 points. It was a bold move, but it didn't pay off as expected, did it? Eamon, are you coming straight in? I'd, I'd like to come in if I can. Hector, would you mind if I spoke? Uh, no, that's quite all right. I'll take the next one if you want. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Yes, this boofer. Yeah, I'm talking to him. I'm sure he's listening to this. Halland was the captain for eight points. Foden got four. Rashford, seven. And Chilwell got six points. If we throw in Casado, he managed to get three points. I think it's very early in the season to be playing a wild card. And 35 points is just a ridiculous, shoddy return. Players didn't perform. In four out of 11 players, he managed to get a couple of decent points. Five if you want to add in Casado, and he only got three points there. But you look at the bench. The goalkeeper, Ariola got five points. Jackson had seven. And Poro had six points. That's 18 points the manager could have had if those lads were playing there. But he didn't have them on there. They're not going to be concerned about their bench, but I think they need to be concerned about the players that they have on the pitch there. A lot of lads blanking this week. There are 64 points behind first place at the moment and 53 behind second. And come game week four, the spoofer really needs a top class set of results from those players that are out there. The spoofer is down. 
The spoofer is on the ropes. He's just about hanging on to any chance of making a comeback. And you were right. The spoofer never fails to surprise us. And I'd be interested to see, is this a kind of a, a Rocky Balboa comeback here? Rocky 2. Spoofer is back for another round. Meanwhile, Lafayette Lions dropped from 11th down to 13th place with a mere 29 points. Their transfer choices backfired, without a doubt. And look, I think they're facing a challenge here. Would you agree, Hector, with me on this? Yeah, they bring in the Solanke for two points and they put the Darwin out who got the 11 points. Highland was their captain for eight points. Rashford at seven points and Dishon at three points. The only thing I can see about the transfer is it was a disaster. And pretty much the defense, the goalkeeper, most of the midfield, they just look a wreck. They look like, I don't know, you may not better off with no player in those lot. They, on the bench, Jackson was there with seven points. That would have, probably as Eamon would say, or, or the Mick, put a band-aid over what was a shocking team result. Uh, two players, they, they managed... The eight points and the seven, he put in the sun, he got the three points to make things look half respectable, but it do not really work. It's two weeks with two poor transfers. Yes, there is a challenge here, and this manager have a lot of work to do. The Dinicus, though, are on the rise. The 14th with 50 points, they had one transfer. Things are looking quite positive for this manager. Yeah, well, they had one transfer. Mememo came in for two points and Martinelli went out for two points. Halland was the captain for eight points. Watkins came in with five. Saka had eight. Rodrigo had ten points. Rashford had seven. And the goalkeeper, Allison had five points. Not sure about the transfer. If you put out a player who got two points, you get a fella in who gets you two points. So it just equals us out. But they had six of 11 players who were actually doing the business and getting points. We commented last week that they brought in players to get a result. And so far, it's working. At least they're rising here. And this is what this manager needs to get moving up that table. They're doing it slowly, but they have plenty of time in the season for this. Things are looking positive. Mexican amigos, though. Well, they look like they're facing a really tough situation here, lads. Dropping to 15th from 14th, they only got 38 points and they have a suspended Tony on this team. Um, are we looking at changes? That desperate changes need to be made to this squad. You mentioned the Tony. This manager do one transfer this week. One. They bring in the Tony who is suspended. He's not coming to play football till sometime in January next year. They put out the Keane because he had playing his football in Germany. They had Haaland in the captain for 8 points. Bruno Fernandes pick up 12. And Bueno gets 6 points. I find very hard to find words. I do not know what was going on with the transfer to bring Tony in. Because the manager should have known he cannot play. Why you bring him in? You, like, you have one man who has left the country and you're bringing in another guy to come in who can't play. I do not know... What is the mental of that? Three players only managed to get two points. Okay, Son was there. He got three points. We make it four. Okay, it's not so bad. Not so good either. But I think there are five players who need to be shown where the door is in order to try and steady things here. Never mind this manager trying to finish in the top ten. They need to steady things at the moment. They need to make some smart transfers. Okay, maybe they lose a point here or there. They have to do something here at this moment. 
they can still get into the top 10. It's not uh, out of their reach, but they have to start to apply themselves a bit on this. That is my saying on this. Will you agree with me on this name? Yes, I certainly would agree with you. It has no sense, no logic to bringing in Tony. Um, I, I stuck, I'm stumped. I don't know what they're thinking. As somebody's giving them some bad advice, but they would have seen, noticed the red flag that Tony was suspended. So maybe they didn't have their glasses on. I'm not too sure, but it's just, it's a waste of a transfer. Um, I haven't seen a transfer like this in a long time. Doesn't make any sense. I agree with Hector. There's players that need to be shipped out of that team there. And lastly, Flores Rovers remains in 16th place with 43 points. Uh, there's a curious thing going on here because Harry Kane is still the captain, even though he plays in Germany. And there's another factor here. There's a lot of injuries starting to mount up for this manager. Yes, they didn't do any transfers. You're right. Kane is still the captain. I don't know what's going on there. I mean, we've gone from Kane being shipped out and Tony brought in. And now we have Kane for this manager still left as captain. And again, I'm stumped. I don't know. Clearly this manager isn't paying attention. Clearly this manager isn't listening to us. Haaland was there with four points. Rashford had seven. Saka had eight points. Anderson had 11 points. And Alison Becker, the goalkeeper, was the vice captain. He picked up 10 points. Okay, positive thing number one. Points-wise, they're doing better than last week. They have five players who managed to get the bulk of the points. I'm not going to say anything further about the captain other than get him out, get him changed. There are a lot of injuries and the manager needs to address this. And I think starting point here is starting to use the transfers they should have two transfers start using those thank you Eamon for that it's great to hear that so wow what a week has been ups downs surprises setbacks that's the essence of fantasy football and especially for game week three as always lads thanks for joining me as you analyzed and dissected the action from this week well, it's always a pleasure to analyze the strategies and the outcomes of our managers. It's, it can be a roller coaster at times, especially when you see Kane as a captain and wild cards being used. It's not boring, that's for sure. Uh, yeah, I agree with him, absolutely. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what our managers do and how they adapt for game week four. Indeed, yeah. Well, that's going to be rolling around very quickly there. And now, listeners, it's time to turn things over to Hector for our segment, We All Love and Know. It's Hector's Hello. Thanks very much, host, and uh, hello to everyone. Uh, it is that time again where we give big shout to all our listeners around the world. So uh, without the further uh, ado, uh, I just say to all our fellow listeners in New Mexico, uh, keep on rocking, uh, all good, keep listening to us. Our listeners in Brazil, how you were doing? And especially not to my mama, mom, hope you're doing well and enjoying the beautiful game and listening to me as I uh, say the holos out there. We're sending the waves to Los Angeles and to San Francisco. And, uh, you know, we have a hearty hello to all our listeners who are tuning in from Nixon, Missouri. And uh, we appreciate you listening and your support. Greetings then to the Big Apple uh, over there, our listeners in New York. You're always in the spotlight. I say hola to our friends in Chile and uh, to our listeners in Canada. I give you a big wave and a salute there and also to your northern neighbors. We have our listeners in Greenland. And I say big hi to all our listeners in South Africa and uh, thrilled to have you joining us. And then we have our listeners in Australia, Japan, in India. We have our listeners in 
Frankfurt on Main in Germany. Pleased to have your, you know, football experience from Germany there and glad to have you on board as our listeners. Shout to our friends in Italy. Hello to our listeners in Kent and uh, all our listeners in the bustling streets of London, Newcastle and Liverpool. And I give big shout out to our listeners in the tranquil Shetland Islands. How very nice to have you listening to us. Hola to all our listeners in Spain and uh, Portugal and bonjour to our listeners in France. Uh, very pleased to have you with us also. It's uh, great to have you aboard and listening to us on the podcast here. Then we turn here to our listeners in the Emerald Isle. Uh, we have our listeners in County Donegal, Mayo, Cavan, Monaghan, our listeners in Carlow, Tipperary, Cork and Kerry, Galway, Longford, Dublin, and finally in Offaly. Remember, if you want to reach out, uh, share your thoughts, or simply say hi, or you want me to give a shout out to you wherever you are in the world, and don't hesitate to drop us an email at arkhamavengersffpl at gmail.com. And until the next time, take it handy. Ciao from Hector Salos. Well, Hector, I have to say, that was a slightly different approach to normal weeks. What's this hola and ciao? I'm trying to engage with the listeners a little bit more. Engage with them? I thought you were going to turn them off. I didn't know what I... I thought this was starting to sound like the Eurovision. Hola, Spain. Hola, Portugal. Bonjour, France. I'm trying to broaden uh, uh, my wording. So, oh, it's very nice, you know. Well, I'll tell you something. Come next year, you might be handing in the Eurovision points from Ireland. Um, oh, well, if they want me to do it, I can do it. Hector, I think Eamon is joking there. Oh, well, I see. Listen, Hector, thank you very much for that. So it was great for you to give a shout out to all our listeners around the world there. And folks, that's a wrap for this week's show. Do stay tuned for more exciting Arkham Avengers FFPL updates, news and analysis next week. Take care of yourselves. Stay safe wherever you are in the world. Thanks for joining us, following us. And don't forget to mention us to any of your family and friends there. And all that remains for me to say is have a good morning, a good afternoon, a good evening and a good night. Mind yourselves. Stay safe. We'll be back. Slam.